Welcome to Four Sheets to the Wind, Four Guys in Four Time Zones. You're listening to America's Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Rick Merchant. We're back today. We're only three deep today. We got uh, Aaron Beach House Drake. Uh, <laughs> he's getting his cheddar right now, doing some studying. So Nerd. We got... We got we got Connor, the cheese man, Thomas. How are we doing? Hey, fellas. What's a good word? The good word is that we're potting. Hey, love it. And we have, we have Alex Waked coming in from Boston, trying his hardest. He was on a red eye last night, but he's not going to miss this pod. No way. No way, buddy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it sound like we're, our listeners are mostly ladies, and I kind of doubt that. <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, today we're going to go into a little World Cup talk, talk about the semifinals coming up. We're going to talk everything NBA from free agency to summer league, and then a little mid-season review of baseball. Uh, s- s- for our segments, we're going to do some Is This Cool, talk about the gu- Kyrie, uh, the guy that di- died in a Kyrie jersey. <laughs> not died, <laughs> uh, excuse me. <laughs> Actually, I don't even know. We'll get there. We'll get. We'll to elaborate. It. And then uh, LeBron's mural. We'll talk a bit about that. Meme stock market. We've got a little. Uh, show me fragile masculinity. Stay tuned for that. And finally, the used car salesman meme that's been going around. So uh, let's get to it, boys. What do you guys think of the World Cup games over the weekend? Fuck Brazil. I lost fifty dollars. <laughs> oh, tough life. Mr. Uh, yeah, Mr. Sad. Hedge, I too I had know. Brazil in the uh, office pool. Hedged them, shouldn't have, but uh, feel pretty good about my Frenchmen right now. They're pretty, currently sitting pretty, pretty good, pretty good. Sitting at <laughs> I believe the, the two to one favorite to uh, to bring it home right now. I got in at seven to one, so can't feel bad about that. And uh, they'll be going up against their uh, their neighbors to the east. I I do not know. European geography as well as I should have. Mostly, no, most, mostly north. You're, Isn't that how the Germans came into France? Through Belgium? Through Belgium. Sounds about World right. World War I, at least, I think. Hey, nice. Well, the Great War. Lesson for you. That should, be, <laughs> that should definitely be a good game. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, so that's tomorrow at, uh, let's see, 1 Central. And then in yeah. the other uh, semi, another battle for... Uh, for Western Europe, we ha- or I guess Croatia is not no, really Western. You're not Western Europe. <laughs> Man, Europe. you're you're not good at this map game, Connor. <laughs> Battle for Europe. We have uh, Britain versus uh, Croatia or England, I guess. I yeah. guess not Britain. Yes, England. The England game was pretty good, kind of anticlimactic, but I didn't really like the Swedish team, anyways. I mean, England's got to be sitting pretty right now, right? Oh! Or Croatia's coming off two back-to-back extra time games. That's true. Yeah, They'll be kind of gassed. And, and they were that way, and yeah. they were banged up a little bit too. Yeah, the, we'll see how Croatian. Oh, their yeah, their keeper. I totally forgot about that. He pulled his. I wonder if he popped his hammy or if it's just a, a some sort of mild mild strain. It looked like that last jump he had. I think it was uh, right before PKs. Look like that was the last straw, but I'm 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 kind of shocked he stayed in the, the, for the rest of PKs. Yeah, I, I was I was almost sure they'd replace him. That was a super was fun, fun game, the Croatia yeah, it was. game. 
So if if Russia won, if let's say Russia won, eventually win the World Cup, you think uh, Trump invites him to the White House? I could see it, honestly. <laughs> honestly, I've heard crazier things. Dude, once that game went to PKs, I was convinced Russia was going to pull it out. Also, yeah, yeah same. It, really it definitely felt, like, felt like all the momentum was going to going to the the Kremlin, the Ruskies. Glad, glad it worked out. I was rooting hard <laughs> the, the against Ruskies. Russia. No, was was anyone out. rooting for Russia? Russians. Besides the Russians. Besides the Russians in the White House. Hey, hey, I know we don't have an official cuck of the week, but apparently Russia's running out of beer. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that a couple weeks ago. It's a pretty big cuck move. You got the World Cup coming. You assume everyone's going to drink vodka. Yeah, they assumed everyone, everyone vodka. drinks beer. <laughs> <laughs> if he dies, he dies. Now, if you're, if you're drinking what? for t- ten hours, you can't be drinking vodka. You gotta be drinking no, no, or beer. Well, not everyone. I'm sure the Russians could do that. I mean, yeah, I feel like that's what the Russians do. That's like yeah. Natty Light to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, poor planning though. Regardless, playing beer pong with vodka shots. <laughs> <laughs> I think we had a friend in high school that wanted to do that once, or claimed to have done that. I'm sure we did. That sounds like a a braggadocious claim. A, a I know who it is. But I'm not yeah. going to shout. I'm not going to shout her out on the pod. Not throwing anybody under the bus. Okay. No. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. All right. Uh, Class. So, what are your, what are your guys' predictions? Uh, I think we're going for an all, all right. allies uh, final. I like France England. Belgium with a ally, dude. Dude, I think Bel. I yeah, think Belgium's going to not a prominent one. Fine, fine. All, uh, all big. Do- Revisionist history from Connor. <laughs> hey, I like Belgium as much as the next guy. I'm just saying they weren't. Uh, they weren't front and center. Do not put money on this, but I have a feeling that Belgium's going to blow out France. Really? Blow like out three nil. Right. Jeez. Hey, all right. I right. call three nil a blow. Three. No, that's no, that's a blowout for sure. But I'm just saying that's okay, a surprising right. result. Well, it's a three, little hot take nil? here. That would be yeah. That would be. Amazing. It'd be massive. I feel like all right. Well, hey, mark Belgium, it down. I think Belgium could definitely pull it out, though. I'm gonna Aaron's go. I'm gonna go it. with a hard-fought two-one victory for Belgium. Oh. Ooh. Oh, geez. All right. Uh, the like modest. Got, the modest take. Looks like I got a uh, got the card stack against me here. So me, Aaron, and I have a little uh, little wager on the side over the last two uh, last two sheets in the mix. But uh, yeah, we'll see how see how good. see how it plays out. Think what to think the uh, the Frenchmen are peaking at the right time. Hey, as sad as I am about losing fifty dollars over Brazil, fuck Neymar. I'm so happy that his bitch ass <laughs> is out of the tournament. That was the most egregious flopping. It was cringeworthy. Just, it was horrible. The thing is, Neymar no, no, gets that was fouled d- so much. Like I agree, like Neymar does like roll around too much and flop, but he gets hit so much and the fouls don't. So get it's like the LeBron. Him. It's like the LeBron syndrome. What? Like LeBron whines after he gets fouled, but he's getting hit all the time, is what you're saying. So he, he kind of has a right. Oh, we have a, uh, we have a guest appearance? <laughs> oh. Hey, hey, guys. First time, long time. I just want to say, <laughs> love what you guys are doing on the show. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, I, the name's Jimmy... I live in Long Island. <laughs> Who is this? This is Jimmy, hey, Jimmy from Long Island. Jimmy, Love Mo Bamba. Soccer, hey, Jimmy, you big soccer fan? We were talking uh, Belgium versus France. Uh, yeah, we need your takes. 
Oh hey, we're an God. equal opportunity pod here. <coughs> equal opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Oh my. God. Thank, thanks. Thanks. See you, Jimmy. <laughs> the fuck was that? <laughs> this is what we need the intern for. We need to. We need to. We, we we need more command over our call center. The lines got crossed. Uh, we apologize for the the vulgar, vulgar behavior of it's our the, Long Island fan base. It's the fucking Russians. It's another one for Belgium, though. Jeez, so, can't, uh, can't catch a break these days. Sad. <laughs> uh, all right, what about the other game, the Mighty Croats versus the Three Lions? Ah, uh, I'll be pulling. I like as much. I like Croatia. You know, got a soft spot, y'all weak in my heart, but uh, I think it'd be cool to see England do it. If, if France isn't pulled out, I'll be ruined for. Uh, I, like, I think it'd be cool to see England kind of break the curse coming on. What, yeah, Croatia, I like two both years. These teams a lot. Yeah, no, definitely. Dude, Cro- Cro- Croatia by far coolest jerseys in the whole tournament. Croatia's winning two to one. Okay. Mm, sloth going a uh, pair of underdogs, eh? Yeah. I don't, yeah. Know, I don't know who I'm gonna be rooting for, but I think. England's just going to, like, pack it down for a bit, and then Harry Kane's going to score one, so I'll go 1-0 England. Nice. Now, realistically, this is probably one of the, I guess, uh, not first time, but uh, I'd be fine with any four of these teams winning, ultimately. Yeah, yeah. there's no team I really dislike in, in these four. I don't know. <laughs> France is probably my least favorite, but they've got cool players. Can't, oh, come just on. can't trust the French. <laughs> All right. Any other World Cup stories anyone wants to get out there? Uh, kind of cool stat I saw. It's the first World Cup, I don't know if it was ever, or maybe it was like the last like fifty years, but no Germany, Brazil, or uh, Argentina in the uh, final four. Kind of crazy. I would not be surprised if that's ever. I think yeah, I think it might have been ever, honestly. Soccer's crazy. Like, there's so many of those like stats about like Germany had never not played in a knockout game in the World Cup. Yeah, that was nuts. Like, there's so many of those stats like that where it's like these just dominant sides are always at least somewhat good, good enough to make it to the quarters or the semis. You know. When did we decide the World Cup started? Was it the first in like the 30s? It's like, or the modern era at least. 32, maybe. 36, maybe. It's definitely th- 36 was the last time they lost their Germany lost their first game and that was a knockout game so at least 36 <laughs> <laughs> my world cup started in 36 <laughs> <laughs> all right all right let's see we want to uh want to pop over to our uh, bread and butter a little nba yeah, talk let's get some nba <laughs> uh, a little callback last week uh, lebron Officially signed today. Sloth, we didn't get your uh, getting your reactions. What do you think? I found out on the golf course, and I'm not gonna lie. I wanted to drop down on my knees and just kind of sit there for a little bit. Did you shed <laughs> but a tear? After, no, you know it, it was like a huge bummer. But I'm kind of happy he's like doing his own thing. You know, doing it for him and his family. But he he came back. He. Uh, he uh, completed the promise, so I still wear my 2016 uh, championship polo every Friday, and that that ain't, that ain't changing. 
I went. I, <laughs> That's later that thing. later that day, I was in my bed and I put on uh, the Game Seven mini movie, the thirty minute long one on on YouTube, and just reminisced. Oh man! And you're telling me you didn't shed a tear? Or, All right, maybe Cleveland, a couple. Tears. This is for you. This is for you. <laughs> Oh gosh, he's still the goat. Sloth, did you did you cry and come at the same time? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> hey, that's Jimmy V. That's a good day. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, you know, I am sad, but let's move on. Let's talk about what the bizarro version the Lakers are going to put out next to LeBron. Your starting center, Javale McGee. What the fuck? Yeah, dude. I'll be honest. In the, J- in the JaVale s- might be are my they favorite of the signings? Honestly, dude, the are they the least egregious? On... Actually, Ron- I don't mind Rondo that much. Rondo uh, is the worst with the Stevenson thing. No, nine million. I thought Rondo is probably the second worst right. one. So in terms, of, let's, let's rank the, the Lakers. Have made what four moves essentially since we signed LeBron? Correct. Yeah. So if I'm ranking yeah. them in terms of uh, egregiousness. I'm saying Lance is probably the worst. I don't think anyone's going to pay him nearly five mil. I think, and much less, we didn't need to sign him fucking day one of free agency either. We could have waited until the market played out. Yeah, big moves. Uh, second most egregious, I'd probably say Rondo. I just think there's a lot better ways you could have spent nine million on the year yeah, one what? contract. Are they signing him to push Lonzo? Like, what's the? I heard one take was that he was that we. After Lonzo leaked his uh, his knee injury, it was kind of like an fu. Like, you think you're not expendable because you are, and then light a fire Ooh. underneath him. I guess, but that's just one I one like opinion. That. I mean, I, like, it, there's no better if Lonzo's not going to get a much better at shooting. There's probably no better point guard in the league to like work with and watch behind and watch than Rondo. You know? Yeah, so I think in that's that true. way, it is pretty good. And I saw like Rondo's quotes where he was saying like. He was brought in to like compete for minutes, but he's also there to like help those young guys. Yeah, Rondo's quote was actually very encouraging, saying like I, I only care about winning a title, like I don't care if I start or not. That's exactly what you want your backup point guard veteran to say. I think Rondo's actually like a pretty decent teammate in most situations. Like I think he's got that weird on court personality. But he's really he's know, a really like, smart New guy, Orleans people regard really yeah. I mean I feel like New Orleans love him. He crushed in that playoff run. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I was more upset of the, the like the opportunity cost. I would have much preferred to spend nine million somewhere else. Like I was actually really high on like Tyreek Evans. I think yeah. he, got, he got a one for twelve. Oh, he'd, be a, he'd be a much better player next to LeBron than than Rondo or or Lance. I 100 percent agree. I'd rather those two got the dude thir- can shoot at least. Yeah, those two got thirteen and a half, and Tyreek got twelve. I would have rather signed Tyreek for twelve and then signed someone like Shabazz Napier on a minimum. Yeah. Something like Bring that. Back I mean. LeBron's boy. <laughs> exactly. And then, so, let's all right, see going that. back to the rankings. So then, yeah. number three, I would probably say, uh, I mean, McGee's a minimum contract, so I don't honestly, I don't care that much. Like, I would probably have yeah, but he's your starting center now. Okay, fine. I, I think you uh, needed to keep Brook. You need. I, I agree. Yeah, you keep Brook Lopez. That's probably that's probably a. Not signing Brook. Probably the worst move. And I feel like the Lakers are thinking like we're gonna run. We're like we're gonna be able to have like an an athletic team that can run the floor. Like did it, did nobody watch the Cavs last year? Yeah, but they're like that, the that slowest is team in the NBA. Strategy is to like change up how LeBron is, is being like utilized, so he can. We'll, we'll see how that works out, gracefully. but. 
I mean, LeBron's been on. Apparently, LeBron's on board with all these moves. He's been consulted. No, he. I honestly think LeBron's just not the best GM. Honestly, I think that's my problem. I think yes, you have to make him feel like his voice is being heard and he's being consulted. But at the same time, you have to kind of save the guy from himself. Like if you if you have evidence that says Lance and Rondo are not the the best way to spend thirteen and a half million dollars, our studies show we should sign. I don't know, player X and player Y, then you yeah. do that. You don't just do Wait, it to please to be the guy. Fa- I mean, to be fair, these like- are all one-year one year deals, right? Yeah. True, but at the same time, how many more years of peak LeBron yeah. do we have? Maximum. No, that's what I'm upset about. You like so- The Lakers are essentially punting 2019. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to trade for Kawhi. I honestly think Kawhi is going to get traded to another team, and he's going to re-sign with that team. As in Philly? I mean, there's really no one other than Philly. Philly or Boston. I don't think Boston's an option, personally. Uh, I think I think it's Philly or the Lakers, realistically. And I think Philly would... I think Kawhi wouldn't mind going to the East. Eh, I don't know. Boston's shown zero willingness to part with any meaningful yeah. asset. All right, I mean, fine. Yeah, I'm a little worried about the Philly thing, but... I don't, I don't think they're necessarily, like, for sure punting. Because if, if Kawhi's still on the Spurs going into the season... What are they going to get for him? Yeah, they're only going to lose leverage as the season approaches. Unless they somehow fix things with him. I feel like the longer he stays on the, the roster, the more likely that things have get fixed. Have you read any of the stories that have come out in the I, last Dude, year? I have, but... Eh, t- hey, time heals all wounds, boys. <laughs> I don't think so. And if anyone could do it, I think Pop could do it. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think I've heard it. Been checked out of this. It, right now, yeah. I think it, it could be past the point of no return also. I can see that, but I'm saying I think the Lakers are making a mistake if they try and wait for Kawhi and free agency. Ah, well, the, what they're asking price that was the last time the report came out sounded just through the roof. I mean, if you're saying yeah, like, we, like, we're well, commanding asking for trade swaps and two first was, round picks, I think I saw it was Coos. Yeah, Ingram, like Hart, Coos, no. two first and two swaps. I mean, that's a massive that's haul crazy. for a guy in a one year contract coming off a massive freak injury. Injury, you're right. I know. I mean, I mean it's yeah, really it's an interesting. It's an interesting kind of like. I'm not sure well, because you have proof now that waiting for someone who is like a hundred or ninety percent committed to going to LA, like waiting for them and them not coming. Like, there's I mean, proof yes, that, that's, that's one. That's one. That's one incidence of that. But Paul George and Kawhi like, aren't this. They're all not the same person. Right, but one of them was arguably hell-bent on going to L.A., who's from Palmdale, wanted to be a Laker his whole life, and then was like, nah. Uh, uh, c- counterpoint, you could say that we we traded for Dwight Howard in his pre-agency, and then he left the year after. It doesn't Just because you trade for someone doesn't always guarantee that they're going to resign necessarily. Yeah, but Dwight Howard wasn't hell-bent on being a Laker. Yeah, or you could argue that, look what the Knicks did. The Knicks acquired Carmelo in pre-agency. And then they had to give up the farm firm, and we're still a crappy team. If the Lakers totally yeah. like decapitate their team to get Kawhi, then it still might not work out. So I mean, there's lots right. of Paul George is one no, case that's where that's fair. You acquire someone in pre agency and he stays, but there's other ways where you, either he stays and it doesn't work out, or yeah. he leaves. Even if you put up a stay billboard, <laughs> you, Gosh. you gotta put some sad some dude. Like I honestly think that if they don't get the Kawhi, there's a chance. You don't have to put dudes around, around LeBron. Look at the Cavs last year. <laughs> in, they were in the Eastern Conference. They were in the Eastern Conference, dude. 
and they went to the finals. Like you still like have it. We're still gonna be like a top four seed, and then anything could happen with like LeBron on a team. You know. Yeah. I guess, but I'm just I'm just saying there's a chance if you don't go get Kawhi at some point. I think there's a chance that the Lakers maybe make one or two Western Conference Finals, and that's it, like the peak of the if Lakers. If they do wait, Kawhi's not the only guy that's going to be a free agent next year. Like Jimmy Butler's unhappy. Class. Clay Thompson's a free agent. Um, Kyrie's a f- Golden State. And most likely, that's probably the, the safe bet right now. I'm just saying there are other options. Carl Towns is a restricted free agent and reportedly very unhappy in Minnesota. I mean, there there are other options. So I don't necessarily think we have to shoot shoot our entire wad. To get Kawhi, if, it, if the asking price is astronomical, which as it currently stands, it is. Right. Agreed. Yeah, they got to whittle that down a bit, and then I think that. So, what do you think? The so, if you were to trade for Kawhi, what would be? What do you think would be a fair trade that the Lakers would be like? All right, we're gonna pull the trigger on that. Mm. <laughs> Mine's probably gonna sound like. I just don't think the Spurs have any. They've literally no. They've no negotiate. They've no, no one, leverage, no leverage right to stand on. I mean, unless unless Philly gets in the game, which I think they will. I would argue the Lakers have trade, a. They're not going to trade it like a ton without the guarantee. And I would argue that let's, let's assume that that Simmons and Embiid are both untouchable. That would, that would mean the Lakers have the best asset available, Ingram or yeah, Ingram. I guess is probably the highest trade value. I would yeah, argue Ingram would be. Oh yes. Yeah. So, I mean, if it was, like, Ingram in a first, that doesn't seem – and maybe a swap or something like that, that seems fair for both sides, honestly. I think, I'm think i super high on Ingram. I think he's a – at 20 years old, has already shown flashes he could be an all-star level player. Yeah, I really hope we don't trade him. That's another reason. It's just if Ingram's going to be the piece. If we wait, then we can maybe make Kuzma the main piece. Yeah. And just throw, like, Hart would you, and, like, some – Would you do Kuzma hard in a first? He hasn't been balling in summer league. Would you do Kuzma hard in a first for Kawhi that – Oh, in a heartbeat. I would do that easily, but I don't know yeah. if the Spurs are ready to do that yet. They're just too stubborn. They are stubborn, but I think That's if a, this Kuzma Hart and a first or two first is like my my like ideal situation. I want it to be probably. I think if any way you slice it, the Lakers end up keeping Lonzo and Ingram and get Kawhi. That's a win. Oh yeah. Oh my like god. You gotta yeah, assume if you can keep if you could keep Ingram too. Yeah. If you I, you gotta I assume think those first aren't. Be a Laker, to be honest. You gotta assume those first aren't I'm trying, be what would, crazy what would, valuable. What would, what would Philly trade like a first Fultz and Dar- Dario? That's you probably better offer than. That's a. It's probably better offer than Kuzma and Hart. Oh, I think yeah. I I, I think that trumps that can't anything. Shoot a three pointer. Who Fultz? Yeah. God, he was, dude, he was still the first overall pick 19, no, 13 months ago. He showed some flashes when he played towards the end of the season, too. I mean, he's got to figure out that, that weird-ass shooting. Yeah, but if, if anyone's going to figure it out, it's probably the greatest. Isn't Chip England, yeah. like, widely regarded as the greatest shooting coach of all time? I I got to think that Fultz is a better asset than Kuzma or Hart, right? As much as I like those well, guys. Just from the no, Spurs' I, point of view. I agree that... Uh, yeah, maybe... I mean, I think he's got. I think I, I think Fultz has a higher ceiling than than Kuz, and I think well, yeah, Dario's pretty good too. He's got a higher ceiling though, but he's got a lower floor than basically all those guys. Maybe yeah. not Hart, but I think he's got a lower floor than all of those guys. I think I think 
San Antonio would be a, a great spot for Fultz to land, honestly. I think it would be a good spot for him. I just don't know if they San Antonio want wants to take that too risk. Bad, too bad Parker's gone because I think he would have been a good kind of mm. like a stepping stone for Fultz. Hey, DeJ- him and DeJounte Murray were teammates also at, uh, at UW, I believe. Oh, shit. Interesting. I did not know he was from. Yeah, I mean, Fultz, Dario, and a first, I think, could hmm. could potentially get it done. I think I think the Spurs would much rather trade with the Sixers than the Lakers too, especially if the Lakers are playing hardball. Keep them out of the East, or sorry, keep them yeah. out of the West. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose so. That just seems vindictive. Like they're not going to be good if they trade. Well, no, I'm saying if it's a, I'm saying it's a, if it's a better better offer than the Lakers. But it's just even more incentive. If like, I mean, I still want to tank, but they're gonna be like an eight seed unless they do do trade their guys. Yeah, I don't think Pop wants to go through a rebuild either. In his, I mean, I think dude, he's two. got two. I think he's got two years left. So if Kawhi's out the door already, it doesn't even matter at that point. That what they were just saying they have to rebuild regardless. Yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do? You gonna try and push for the eight seed and lose to Golden State? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I guess so. Huh. Lonnie Walker. Dude, speaking of. Right in a summer league. Oh, they, they build, did. Build they around do, they did pick up Lonnie Walker. DeJounte Murray. Oh, shit. Then that's kind of weird. Can Lonnie, could Lonnie Walker and Fultz play together? And he needed to run a three guard lineup, essentially. Fultz is, you were just saying Fultz is, <laughs> is like a top asset still. Why are you no, no, no. I know, but I'm Walker? saying. I mean, he's still your first-round pick, and he's shown. You know, it depends what he shows. I, you know, I'm not too. I haven't watched him a ton in summer league, but could he start all three of those guys? Seems probably a little bit of repetition there. Probably not. I just I don't, don't think, think Fultz is can, that big, you though. You can judge Lonnie Walker on. Like, <laughs> I guess you, you can't make a decision about Kawhi based league. on Lonnie like, Walker's. Speaking of the Spurs, you think Becky Hammond's ever going to get a chance? She just got moved up to the front of the bench. I think eventually, yeah. I thought I honestly thought she was going to get hired this round, this offseason. Dude, I think she I think she'd probably be one of the perfect successors to Pop. I think that'd be really interesting. Shit, I could see that actually. That would just suck for her if she ended up in a crap situation where the Spurs are basically blowing just it a up, bottom though. feeder. <laughs> no no woman gets another job for like 20 years. Oh man, just goes horribly. <laughs> now, with that said, though, she's been she's really well respected in the league. So I'd be I actually thought the Bucks or the Knicks should have hired her potentially. The, the Bucks Knicks got was interesting. The, yeah, that would have been. I think this was a good coach, n- gnarly. <laughs> Yeah, the New York media circus, but I think Milwaukee made sense. Small market. Who they end up with? Budenholzer. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. all right, coach. I don't. I don't think he's amazing. He's a Spurs disciple. Yeah, that's true. That that team is a fucking train wreck, dude. It's Giannis and a bunch of pieces that don't really make sense together, honestly. Yeah, they're probably going to get rid of Jabari. Dude, if I'm Giannis, I, I hope Giannis fucking dips. I want Giannis to have a really good career. I want him to be like KG and just like be loyal to some fucking He sounds Midwestern. Su- supremely loyal. <laughs> he thinks Milwaukee is New York City. <laughs> <laughs> he should, wait, isn't Costas dude, on should- uh He's in Dallas, right? Is the the Dayton brother, right? Yeah, he was. I saw him playing today. I think Giannis lives in the same apartment as his mom in Milwaukee. Uh, Giannis, what are you doing? Dude, <laughs> we, 
Giannis should come play for the Lakers. Or the Knicks. The he Knicks would be cool. He literally said, like, I'm never leaving. Yeah, well, people say a lot of things at 22 and when they're four. Oh, no, no. I, yeah, I'm not saying he's never going to leave, but he just does seem like that Russ kind of, like, never leaving attitude. Hmm. I'm, I'm willing to bet he leaves at some point in his career. Yeah, but. I could see it. All right. You want to move so We on? want to talk about uh, – about the uh, the other elephant in the room, Boogie going to uh, Golden State. So now Golden State, hypothetically, when fully healthy, would have, what, five all-stars in the lineup? Yep. Yep. Probably the f- it's the first time since, I want to say, the 86 Celtics when it, you have five all-stars on the on the roster even. Dude, no, the, didn't the Atlanta Hawks have like – oh, no, no, they had a full-blown – their whole starting lineup was player of the month <laughs> back in like 2015. What? <laughs> No, oh, I yeah. know. I mean, on the surface, I was like, I was like, damn, that's kind of that's kind of heavy. But then, when you think about it, he's realistically not going to play till who knows, a few months into the season, February, and then maybe even January. At, even after that, I don't know how he fits in with their, you know, how he how's he going to deal with like lack of touches when, you know, Steph and Clay and and Durant obviously I just mean, going off. It doesn't matter. Uh, he's a pretty volatile guy, though. Yeah. Oh. Oh no, no. I, I know what you're saying. It, I, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. He's going to price himself out of Golden State anyway. This yeah. is a one year. I think from Boogie's standpoint, really smart move. Rehab your image oh, for yeah. a year. Get take your time to get healthy. Rather, if you went to a, a crappier team, you'd be kind of expected to come back ASAP to help them win. Yeah. Right. He's got to buy in, though, is the thing because he, he is a volatile dude, and you've seen him get mad over lack of touches, and it's going to be like. This isn't about him. It's going to be a yeah. it definitely. It could be a huge image rehab center for him, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's could go like could go the other way too. KD, <laughs> KD becomes right. the fifth most liked guy on the. <laughs> He's already the fourth dude. They, I feel like Warriors fans like have yet to truly embrace KD. He's like a true mercenary over there. I feel like dude, it is, it they is were making jokes hard. about him. They were making jokes about him during the parade. Did you see that? Where they, oh, yeah, they, there's some weird Bob Myers like making yeah, like right? making fun of his contract, like shit like that. Yeah, and it's just I, like man, Katie should just dip. <laughs> yeah, I think Knicks could be in play 20, for him. Honestly, that free agent. Hey. Connor, I called that a few weeks ago. Did you? Hey, I'd be on board with that. Honestly, I could see KD. Well, move like I tried that. putting I tried putting Kyrie Butler and KD all in the Knicks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little presumptuous, but uh, a little too. ridiculous, but. I mean, yeah, I think Kyrie and, Kyrie and JB to the Knicks. Anyway, go. <laughs> but, yeah, so I was definitely – I think I overreacted a little bit after seeing the boogie signing. Con- it was a boogie signing. Thing, it was, oh, it was a shock to the shock. system, you know. I thought, I thought he was going to the Lakers. That felt like the most likely move on the chessboard after uh, after DeAndre ended up in heart, Dallas. I was heartbroken. I was heartbroken. I was, I'm, a, I'm a big boogie guy, but uh, – I love boogie. Boogie's realistically, great. he's not going to really impact the team until prior all-star break. I feel it was a safe assumption, so – at the end of the day, for $5 million in the Warriors, we're going to win most likely regardless of this move or not. But I think just the shock of seeing a team with four all-stars, four top 20 players add a, the most offensive gifted center in the league last year was a little jarring. But uh, All right. So realistically, probably one-year rental. Yeah, well, here's the question. What helps the Warriors' chances of winning the title more? Boogie going there or... The Rockets losing Luke and Bob Mute and Trevor Reza. The latter, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a bigger that blow. Is, dude, to, that uh, is Houston. brutal. Are those? 
is that just strictly financial or what? They just uh, didn't want to. They didn't want to dole out three years to. They didn't have Ariza. money for a Capella. They definitely didn't have fifteen mil to throw at Ariza. I can guarantee that. That that's already yeah, a pretty cash Ariza strapped. one for sure. The team they just were Mute priced out. Like only like one for four point three, I think. And I think they're trying. They want to offer Capella something, so he's not pissed off and t- just takes like yeah. a qualifying offer. Dude, but Houston could be already happen. toast. Hey, at least CP3 got that last big ass contract, though. Dude, that is a and Melo and Melo, baby. Albatross, I think, waiting to happen. Those last two years, oh, hundred percent. I think you're. I think he's getting north north of forty. The last two years of that deal. Yeah, dude, I have a bad feeling he's not even going to finish half of the season this year. Wow. I mean, dude, historically, a six foot guard like that just does not. They have to really be smart about his minutes, I think, and not push him. Yeah, I mean they did pretty. They did push it quite a bit last year. They were the best regular team in ball, but uh, just seeing him get hurt in that Western Con- that was so brutal. Like they Would were that so not been close. The, the, this is the ultimate ruthless Mori move. You don't resign. You trade for Paul and then don't re- even resign him. Don't offer him a contract. <laughs> 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 or offer like a one year like ten million dollar contract. Dude, I could see Mori not wanting to resign him, but the the new owner being like, "We need to give Chris Paul this contract." Uh, there's mm, be no way they discussion. could have not re-signed him. That was basically it had to be a wink, wink deal. I feel like when they, I think it was wink, wink, like they would just not be one of the best teams in the West anymore. Probably if they lost him next year. Yeah. Damn it. I guess they'll still, they'll still probably be second, second best in the. Yeah, in I, the West, the, I, I feel like there's a little bit of a gap between the the top two, and then everyone else is just kind of jammed up right now. Like, who do you think is the third best team? Just LeBron and the Lakers okay, by so, default. No, I think OKC is going to be pretty good, especially without Melo. I think Melo kind of held them back a little bit last year, and maybe a little more cohesion and you know knowing year that, two, that PG yeah, staying. Paul George being more comfortable has a contract, loves Russ. You know they love playing together, so maybe mm-hmm. they gel a little more. Stephen Adams has another good year. Um, I could see them maybe locking up three. Yeah, I think the Jazz are going to be really jazz. good too. Yeah, Jazz in yeah. year two of Mitchell. Did you see what Mitchell did on the 4th of July? Uh, went to Summer League? I don't know what he did. What did he do? No, no, no. He tweeted out saying, like, hey, any Jazz fans, like, looking for a 4th of July barbecue to cruise through with, like, a bunch of eye emojis. And some average Joe Schmo hit him up, and he went to their barbecue. The fuck? That's bizarre. <laughs> dude, I wish I, I love wish, it. I wish Mitchell was on the fucking Jazz, dude. Just, it's not I kind of like, like the Jazz, dude. I do not like the Jazz. Their rosters. I like their roster, all right. <laughs> I think Grayson Allen will be pretty decent too. I'm not gonna lie. I, was, I have a I thing was a for big Grayson, Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen fan. Yeah, I was a big Grayson Allen. Not in college, but as a NBA possible NBA steal. Yeah, I thought the Warriors would snag him if he was there. That would have been a great Warriors pick. The young Ted Cruz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised Capella's far and away the best uh, free agent on the market still. I'm, I thought he was yeah. going to get No, paid Houston's going to resign him, I think. <laughs> they, it seems like they're pretty far apart in negotiations right now. Well, he's going to take – you think that he's going to sign the – he's not going to sign the qualifying offer? Well, no, he'll sign the qualifying offer, and then he'd be a free agent a UFA yeah, next no, year, right? that's what I'm saying. But you think they're going to resign him to a contract? I feel like he – unless they, like, give him, like, a – a sweetheart deal, like I don't. I hear Capella, I don't see Capella taking a sweetheart deal. Really, he's worth. I think. 
I think someone would pay him a max contract, honestly. Oh, definitely. He's young, no injury history. I think as, as far the as... The Kings... I could see a team like the Kings throwing him a max yeah? contract. No, that's not, that's not unheard of. I mean, as far as, like, bigs go, I feel like he's pretty well suited for the modern NBA also. He's like what Mo Bamba is going to be. Uh, yeah, a little bit of rim protection, rim yeah, runner. Can rim run. Runner. Yeah. I like Capella's game a lot, personally. Yeah, he's a little bit... He's bigger than Bamba, right? No. He's thicker. He's definitely a little he's thicker. He's thicker. No? Yeah, I mean, Bamba's rail thin. Bamba's... Seven I mean, one or yeah. seven two. Yeah, Bomba's Bomb, got to fill out a little bit. Oh, Bomba and Aiden were going up against each other today in summer league. Speaking there's as we speak, actually, I have a game yeah. on in the background. I saw a couple highlights. Hey. They look good. Who looks Let's better? Uh, I mean, they they both had highlights. It was <laughs> highlights all around. Let's see. Last ma- last major topic on uh, as far as the free agency goes. Take on the uh, the Zach Levine four for seventy eight. The bull, the uh, Kings offered him an offer sheet, and the uh, the Bulls subsequently matched almost instantly. Such such a Bulls Kings thing to do. Like the Bulls definitely should have just cut their losses at that point. God, oh, man, that's that such a is... that's a bizarre contract for yeah, a guy I, like Zach Levine coming off what his second ACL, or uh, is that well he's only had one ACL tear? I think he just had one, but I mean for a guy whose game is largely based on athleticism, you yeah, know, he's not played, a great shooter, right? No, nah, I don't okay. think he's ser- he's he's serviceable, but he's not yeah. like he's also not the biggest guy. So yeah, a lot of his yeah, game is under- based on just low undersized. Yeah, it's biz- that just seems like dude. I feel like the played- Bulls have been doing a sorry. Well, the Bulls have been doing a lot of things right lately. I feel like too, and then no, so, yeah, since the Butler like- moved, honestly, I think they've done a decent job for themselves. Marketing seems like a pretty solid pick when a lot of people knocked it at seven. Um, mm-hmm. Chris Dunn's been. I think it was better last year than the year before, at least. Yep. I like the Wendell Carter pick a lot. I think it's a very solid, uh, solid big to build around. Yep, like him a lot too. But yeah, and I then they I go not, fucking match thought, this offer sheet. I thought that was a very king's move, throwing a lot of money, a bad contract at a player like that, and the Bulls are saved. And they, I think, part of it was they made the decision based on, well, this is the guy we got for Jimmy Butler. We can't lose him. Yep, hundred percent. It's almost like a not a pride thing, but it's like, hey, we gotta like show something from this trade, mm-hmm. and that that one piece was Zach Levine. Yeah, not great, Bob. <sighs> not great, Bob. Well, that's all I got for uh, for NBA news. But I'm happy for Braun. I'm happy. Thank you for bringing this this sad, pitiful Cavs fan a title. Best basketball year of my life. Thanks, Braun. <laughs> LeBron. LeBron. Happy to have you. Hey, my uncle's got those season tickets. I'll probably be at a few games next year. Hey. That'll be sick. Dude, we should have, honestly, I was thinking about this. We should have. I know you and Aaron have been talking about getting season tickets for a while for the Lakers. We should have just said, like, hey, let's like, let's almost bet that LeBron is coming. Buy season tickets. The cheapest were, like, 3.3, I think. And instantly, once LeBron signed, doubled. We just flipped those bad boys. Damn, that's actually one been a bad idea. And I feel like we were all pretty confident he was coming to the Lakers the last few right. weeks, at least. Well, thanks for Dude, suggesting that sloth. I mean, <laughs> did you see how much? Well, my dad almost did that when LeBron was coming back to Cleveland. He almost pulled the trigger on season tickets to resell them, and then he's just like, "I just don't want to be heartbroken all right, people twice." People don't care about our. All right, all right, our, our get rich quick schemes. <laughs> all right, now we're talking about. 
baseball. That's uh, so another not topic we season uh, review. Not a topic we hit on uh, too frequently with the uh, with the sheets, but uh, with the All Star game pastime. approaching next week, I figured we'd attempt to uh, touch on America's pastime. We've actually we literally have not talked baseball since uh, episode I mean, one. First episode. Yeah. <laughs> Talked about Otani. <laughs> oh, he he's he's back though, right? He's not back. pitching. He's hit a uh, game winner last night with a game winner pinching. Little, uh, game winner. Battle the freeway series. He said after the game he can't one hundred percent, so he was really glad he hit a home run. <laughs> what? Why can't he run? He has like a knee injury. Jeez, yeah, a little fragile. Well, you know. Uh oh. So is he gonna get surgery? No, he's not as of now. He's just not. He's probably not gonna pitch the rest of the season. Damn. Seems sketchy, but. Yeah, a little the sketchy. Angels have done this successfully before, so. True. The Angels are pretty much done this year, right? I mean, they could get a wild card spot. Because what the Mariners are, what twenty games above five hundred? Yeah, the Mariners are. Oh, wait, no, the Angels can't really get a wild card, right? It wouldn't. Uh, isn't Houston and no. Seattle going to be the uh, the team two teams yeah, out of the, the AL the Mar- West, and then Yankees, the, Sox? The Mariners will get the wild card. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it's not looking good. You need a collapse vibe. We need a collapse. Hold out hope for the big A. <laughs> Light up that halo, baby. <laughs> uh, a Mariner's collapse <laughs> is definitely possible. And I'm because they, they don't have Cano, right? No. Okay, that's why he's suspended, right? Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, Houston's still killing it. The Yankees still killing it. And the Red Sox, so that's going to be a good game. Four sheets going out to uh, Fenway Park, August second hey. for Red Sox Yankees. Take me out, baby. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I don't know what's what's the. Is there any feel good stories in baseball going on right now? I don't know. How are you feeling about feel the Dodgers? Good stories. Uh, I, I feel pretty damn good actually. I think we're the hottest since we got Justin yeah. Turner back in mid-May. We're the Far and away the best team. I think we're something like that was a thirty-two and twelve or something. Yeah. In the you last guys started 45, off really shitty, right? Yeah, a very very poor uh, March and April. Um, Kershaw was constantly on the DL. Turner was injured. We lost Corey Seager rather early for the year. So definitely a rough start to the season, but yeah. kind of a, a similar story to last year. Where yeah, similar story to last year. Where just random guys we've kind of plucked out of thin air. Last year was Chris Taylor. This year, even Muncie probably even to a larger degree, Mac Muncy is a uh, feel good story. Yeah, there's a, there's a feel good for you, yeah. Leading the Dodgers. Cheese, cheese. The the Dodgers going to trade for Manny Machado. I did see. I saw a Ken Rosenthal report um, today or yesterday saying that we've made the to this point we've made the best offer. I think we've thrown out uh, Alex Verdugo, our number one prospect, and then another like top ten prospect, and they've received really no other meaningful offers. So. I'd put he's it killing at, it this would, year too. Would he is you killing. Want to do it with no guarantee. I I probably roll the I dice. Like that's a very Dodgers thing to do. Yeah. I probably roll the dice on Dodgers. that. I think a guy like that. I think Machado is kind of a flashy guy. I think he'd enjoy playing in L.A. I'm not sure how we'd in terms of like long term. How do you fit him, Seager, and uh, Justin Turner, who are both uh, obviously cornerstones of the franchise? Do you maybe one of them plays? Yeah, that's, moves that's to the outfield. Kind of an issue. I'm not really sure how we'd fit all those guys. I mean, <laughs> Bellinger's locked three, in at like, first. I mean, Machado is probably the 
Oh, he's, Machado's been kind of bad at fielding this year, actually, since he moved back to shortstop. Which is kind I of figure surprising. you can move one of those guys to to the outfield, though. It shouldn't be a problem. Maybe Seager can play outfield. I don't really know. Yeah. It's, I don't know, it's a good problem to have, though, regardless. Oh, yeah. So I'd, I'd be all for it. I'd put it at maybe eh, three. I'll call it three and a half to one with the Dodgers being the uh, the leader. I mean, yeah. that's a top ten talented That'd player be a good in the move league. For them. Yeah, I, he's a headache. Got opportunity. I don't think he'd be that big of a headache. I think he'd get in line in L.A. Oh yeah, that's the place to get it. Get your head in line. <laughs> good Miami kid like that. I think he just doesn't like playing on the worst team in the in the majors. Yeah, that's that fair. Be true. <laughs> Being in Baltimore would be pretty shitty. So I've been seeing this a lot on Twitter. I guess this isn't. This is just MLB in general. Uh, just the spot, like where the game's at in terms of like popularity and with young people. Mm-hmm. Um, like Aaron mentioned it the other day, like it's a bad spot for baseball when I'm watching summer league over, you know, East Sunday night baseball or whatever it was. Well, I've got a stat that proves that's a bad take. Oh, hey, let's hear it. Spin, spin zone that baby. The, the Angels Dodgers Sunday night game was the highest watched Sunday night baseball game that they've or highest-ranked Sunday Night Baseball game they've had in L.A. since the stats were recorded in 1999. Ooh. Suck it, Aaron. I like hey. it. <laughs> I, do, I do feel like baseball does a horrible job of branding their, like, or marketing their all like their their actual stars. Their stars. It is bizarre. I mean, I'm not, I'm not really you sure. You never see any is. commercials. I'm not sure the solution They're is. They're horrible at social media. How is Mike Trout not a fucking global superstar? He's having the best dude, season. It's mind blowing. In he's the Kawhi. He's the in Kawhi decades, of, dude. Uh, though he's in a good market. Yeah, is Anaheim a good market? Honestly, I mean they they call themselves Los like Angeles, share, but I feel like it shares part of the LA market, and he's he's a big enough superstar where it like transcends that market. It should be, it should, but he's least. not a star at all, though. I think that's yeah. part of that's, that's on the, that's on that's on Major League Baseball. I don't fucking get it. They're terrible at social media. You never, I don't. It's so different than the NBA. Maybe because the NBA is so like player centric. I feel like even the NFL does a more decent job with like all their like with all the quarterbacks and um, you know flashy wide receivers and shit. But in baseball, they're just so bad at marketing their stars. I mean, other than I guess Harper. Who are the who's the top five most marketable stars in baseball? Harper's I probably put Aaron, one. Aaron Judge, Aaron Judge, and Stanton Aaron. maybe this year. Yeah. yeah, but you never ever hear about Stanton, almost ever. I feel like this I feel season like leading into the year about Stanton being right. in New York, a Stantonian blast. I feel like, I feel like Stanton this season leading into his his acquisition and then uh like the the build up into this year got a decent amount of hype. Yeah, I mean the Yankees in general are getting a decent amount of hype, which is I think good for the game. I mean, basically, uh, East Coast version of Trout, Mookie Betts is having a amazing year, and he's not really getting. He gets a bizarrely small well. amount of pub too. Be one of those top five most marvelous stars, but I don't even. He's just kind of still a prospect in my mind, even though he's a top five player. Yeah, he's probably second in performance this year to only Trout. Like I almost. I almost never see things on social media regarding baseball. I mean, could be who you follow, yeah. right? Yeah. You're living in an echo chamber, Sloth. Well, maybe <laughs> I need living, a franchise for my baseball follows, but you're, you're living, I feel like I feel... Living in a Cleveland sports echo chamber. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tribes in first, baby. We're like 10 games 
up on the division, and the division is like the shittiest division in baseball history. Known to man. <laughs> but Tribe's got five All-Stars. We're, we're making it back to the, the series. Sheesh. I feel it. Sheesh. Hmm. No, it's a... That's a de- maybe a debate for a, a broader scope, but I don't know what baseball's problem is. I'm not sure the solution is either. I feel like we're yeah, us be, three good, specifically uh, are. Yeah, I mean, like I just don't watch a ton of baseball on TV, even though like I can. I just don't do it. Like I love going to a game. Oh, yeah, no, I'm right there with you. I'll watch most Indians games on. I'll stream most Indians games on TV. I see, I don't mind yeah, throwing I a game on in the background. Not. If I'm just if I'm just doing stuff around the house, like I'll yeah, I don't mind just having a random else, baseball game on. I'm not gonna on. like sit there and watch a baseball game very. Like often. Yankee Sox, I'll, I'll hardly ever watch on TV, almost never. Yeah, with that said, when the Dodgers are nationally broadcast, I'll make a point to try to catch a couple innings. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very just Tough. one. I'm just centered on one team. That's pretty much my only baseball interactions, and then some Angel games. Like if I go to the game. But other than that, it's just I watch one team, and then the rest is just kind of. I think I think I think historically, like base, that's always been baseball's mo more so than the other two big sports is that you follow your local team. Like obviously, football is a very national sport; it's an right. event every Sunday. And the NBA has done a great job with so many stars that you want to see just the good yeah. teams play each other. Whereas baseball, yeah. it's like okay, I'm gonna watch. I'm a my team's on at seven ten and every. Every night of the for the next yeah. nine months, I'm gonna watch that. I'm not gonna fall nationally as much. Right, cheese. To build on your point too, that baseball is like you know that's always been baseball's mo to have like you know your one team. Mm-hmm. Think about like the uh, the impact of fantasy sports, like in football and basketball. In baseball, it's like one. I don't know how many people play fantasy baseball, but eh. like individual stars are much more noticeable in basketball and football and i think that has a lot to do with yeah, fantasy the individual stars thing i agree with you i think fantasy right. football has really helped football yeah oh that's true that's fantasy true basketball, anyone really cares no it's because it's because fantasy or it's because basketball in general is just a star centric league yeah you're yeah, gonna I mean, see five guys on a game on a team. With, like two stars on a team like you're gonna right. see those guys get like a, you're gonna see them get 40 shots you know Right, right. It's it's just different. It's just a di- different dynamic in in baseball. You'll have like two stud pitchers going up against each other, but it's, yeah. it's still a lot different. I think part of it's just the is it maybe chalk up to this millennials' lack of attention, lack of attention span. <laughs> no, because football football is kind of a slow, methodical game too, but not as slow as baseball, but. I mean, yeah. I think it's, it does seem like this Manfred, uh, this, this commission is at least cognizant that the sport definitely has major problems. Like, I'd be more concerned if they're just saying, like, no, we, we're still getting, like, a fuck ton of money t- just through attendance at the gate. TV deals. And TV, yeah, yeah, a 20-year TV contract and attendance at the gate is not going down substantially, so we're just going to s- sit in our thumb. But right. it seems like they're, they're trying to mark you the game and... Albeit not that successfully, those they're trying to market the game differently, do creative things, shorten the game. So, I guess keep on keeping on. But solution for it also. Part of this feels like I mean, like uh, think of like when it comes October, you know. Oh, for sure. But I love playing baseball. Baseball is great. So it kind of feels like uh, think of like a a corporation like on IBM or something. It's it's just a massive behemoth. It's so hard to turn around a, a a ship like that, you know. When it's something that big, yeah, agreed. Definitely. So. All right. I don't know. 
a little sad. Ready to move some segments. Let's do All it. Right. So let's start out. <laughs> is this cool? I can, I can take this one. Story on this? Yeah. yeah, I can take this one. So we have this 18-year-old kid from New Orleans, uh, rest in peace, killed in a shooting. Um, the pour family thinks the best way. <laughs> pour some out. Um, the family thought that the best way to honor his memory was to um, set. They, they set his body up at the wake. They like put him in a one of his natural settings, which was him playing video games. <laughs> <laughs> so his favorite player, Kyrie Irving. So they they dressed him in a Kyrie Irving jersey with sweats, Kyrie Irving socks, and they threw they threw glasses on the guy. <laughs> They, th- they threw dark glasses on the guy. Oh, he's sitting down with this picture. Well, he's we'll tweet it out. He's we'll laying, tweet it out. He, he's la- like, it's so insane, but it's kind of awesome. They lay him back, and he has like the Xbox One controller <laughs> in his hand with a, like a bag of open Doritos and like cereal and a and a root beer next to him. And it's just like, <laughs> damn, that guy's dead. That guy's actually fucking dead. And, and it's the, like it's awake, so they have like um, they have like the little scene set up for him, and then they have you know when you go to a movie and they have the like the red rope to like <laughs> keep you sure. away from. <laughs> so, so it's just like holy shit, and I figure when when people die like that, don't they get super stiff? Look, I read they had to like they, they may well no, but they still had him like they may have had to like break his bones or something to like put him in that <laughs> position. No, they're, they're like they're. I think like the morticians are pre- are like trained to do that without disturbing the body. Yeah, I think, oh, come on, we'll, go, we'll get right. your mortician on this. But I think the best part, right. best part of this story, maybe was they with the they put the Xbox controller in his hand and then put an, a game on auto sim and let it play it was out. The Celt- Celtics, Celtics and Warriors. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! Oh, I didn't, I, I didn't hear that part of the story. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I gotta give him points for creativity, but this is just a insane move, honestly. The what would like? I'm tra- just so funny to me. Like, what would think about it? Like, just imagine going to my funeral. It's just a scene of like you just walk. You're you're kind of in a. You must be in a pretty somber mood. We're putting mm-hmm. you in a LeBron jersey when you when you die, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> just Don't on worry. my knees, pointing to the sky. Oh my god! Uh, dude. No, this is this is something else. This is quite the story. Would you laugh? I think I would laugh. I would like be like really somber going in, and I see that I would openly laugh. No, I mean, you if don't I didn't know, know it was coming. If I didn't know it was coming and I walk in on that, that would be hard not to laugh. <laughs> all his boys just his like whole squad rolls in and they just see him. How dude, the people are taking Snapchats like a hundred percent. They're fucking taking Snapchats with his body, dude. That's a hundred percent what would happen. Oh my! God. I wonder what Kyrie thinks. Is Kyrie like flattered or is he like this is just too woke? I, I feel like flattered if Kyrie would enjoy this, honestly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Kyrie probably enjoys this. I think. A modern funeral. No, we need Kyrie takes on the afterlife now. We got to kind of move forward with this flat Earth thing and see what he. Uh, see I bet see Ky- what he believes in the afterlife. I bet Kyrie does have some weird take on the afterlife. Honestly, it's coming, dude. We're gonna because of this. We're gonna hear about it. I'm calling it now. Kyrie coming <laughs> at you soon. I, I can see Kyrie having some weird take, like where he's living his like twelfth life or some shit. Oh, for sure. <laughs> But so, is this cool, ultimately? Uh, That's the real question, boys. I I don't even know. 
I think it's kind of cool, but like way over the top. Like, as a as a traditionalist, is, I'm I'm gonna say uh, close caskets. I'll stick to that. <laughs> if that's what he wanted, it's cool. I want yeah, my funeral to be what I want it to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got my whole funeral planned out. Did, right, here's a question: Do you think this guy, you, this guy, plan ahead? Did he, did he say this? Oh, my funeral beer. They just made the assumption. <laughs> I, Dude, I'm, I'm honestly really lost. I don't know. Plan. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, pl- I plan, I planned out my funeral in some really weird ways, but is this guy or another, somebody, another question? Is this guy a trendsetter? Will we see this more? Will this be the new hood funeral? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why are we assuming he's hood? I mean, he was an eighteen-year-old. He was an eighteen-year-old uh, hmm? person in got, New Orleans, gunned down. Gunned down. <laughs> I feel like the hood assumptions are outlandish. No Could have yeah. been an accidental shooting, cheesy. Suppose, let's uh, let's temper those takes a little bit. I suppose it could have, but I'm gonna assume. Uh, I'm gonna make the assumption that. Uh, no one's know. surprised you were the one to make that assumption. So. <laughs> The, the the hood youngin gunned down. This could be the new here, hey business idea. We start doing these. We start putting on these funerals for folks. <laughs> Die how you lived. Life after death. <laughs> red, the red red velvet funerals. Velvet rope funerals. Uh, no, All right. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to deal with being the funeral business. <laughs> Oh man! All right, so uh, Rick, you got the uh, you got the second one. Yeah, sure. So the other thing that we were looking at this week was the new, uh, in commemoration of LeBron joining the Los Angeles Lakers, a street artist painted a mural of of LeBron that said "The King of L.A." and it's a cool mural, I think. Uh, do you guys agree with that part? Oh, super cool. cool. So yeah, beard's a little too big. Not a huge beard's mural. a little too big. Not a huge mural guy. This is a more really? like this occasion though. Yeah, this is dude. like the greatest player ever coming to play for the greatest franchise ever. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Yeah. It bounces Kobe down like eight <laughs> notches. Eight Kobe notches. getting cucked after retirement. <laughs> and so these. So is someone scratching post- something. Uh, no, uh, sorry. Yeah. I posted on social media that uh, what was it? It was like uh, I'll give three hundred dollars to whoever defaces this. He's just like <laughs> typical Kobe Stan, which Kobe Stan, hardcore Kobe stands are very uncool. Very, very uncool. Very, very, very ignorant. I will, I will defend Kobe from from a lot of hate, but I can't be in the Kobe Stan. Uh, realm anymore i think the stands are a big reason why people they're a big reason why people don't like kobe honestly i think the stands have to take a lot of blame for that oh yeah i agree so anyways someone actually did go in and uh vandalize the mural it said uh we don't want you three and six and there was one more thing but three and six being lebron's finals record so Vandalism, never cool. The, yeah, vandalism is not cool. Uh, Four sheets, tough cool on crime. Banksy stuff's cool, but this is not cool. It was. Cheese, cool. tough on crime in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking. I will say it was cool that they got a fix so quick. They did get rid of the king, 
of LA. Now it just says the king and then LA on the other side. That's soft. Which, I mean, he's king of LA. You can't be the king of LA without a ring. I'll say that. I mean, he's he's probably not getting one in LA, unfortunately. Hey, slow your roll, guy. It's early. Kid, it's early. I I want him to win three, dude. I want him to win three. Don't get me wrong. Why do you want him to win three? Don't you want him to be the goat? The I want no, goat? no. I want him. To, I want him to win at least three or four with LA. Oh, I think he said he wanted th- like three total, as in like never no. get one. He does. Okay. Oh God, no. Okay. No, dude. I, I regret. Okay. I I regret wanting him to lose against the Mavericks, and I got my wish. Oh God. <laughs> Sad. Cavs for Mavs. He didn't. Cavs for Mavs. ACLs, though, so you at least. All your wishes didn't come true, Slot. Yeah, yeah, I did wish that one Christmas. I was once an ignorant person. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> so once it, we could put back the of uh, once he wins the ring, I think. Hey, boys, when are we getting a picture next to this mural? Hey. Next time. I'm getting a LeBron jersey. LeBron you best bet I'm getting a Bron jersey. A LeBron Lakers jersey? A Bron Showtime Lakers jersey. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I don't want to see you in a LeBron Lakers jersey. Get out of here. I'm the biggest. Don't, you don't belong in a Lakers jersey, Sloth. That's just a, it's too winning of a franchise for you. Not Get underdog out of here. enough. I am excited to watch the Cavs next yeah, year. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you get a jersey, Sloth. We'll make a compromise. <laughs> no, fuck, fuck you. I'll be honest. Hey, I have little... tickets to a game next year. You guys can suck it. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'm a little disappointed him going with 23. I was really hoping for the six. So was I. I Interestingly believe. enough, though, I did hear that he's going to wear six in practice. Yeah, that's he, he does that with the Cavs. That was oh really? I don't know. I don't understand. Yeah, he does that. that he, he does that with the Cavs too. Why? Just because those are his two favorite numbers, so he just yeah. Can't go well, dude, it's because LeBron gets to do what he wants. That's all that's right. bizarre. I don't really get that, I, but I all right. It's kind of dumb, but yeah, LeBron. I, can't don't do it, what he wants, I don't think it matters really. I think it's a. It's well, just a weird it's, thing it's a, to do. It's a trivial detail, but we're just questioning. LeBron, it. LeBron's kind of a weird guy. If we're really uh, LeBron is a little bit of a weird guy. So I think I think you might like this uh, this tweet. LeBron wearing his headphones during the contract signing. <laughs> what, what kind of move is that, Bron? Like is that Rich Paul next to him? Yeah, Rich Paul's to the left yeah. and Rob Palinka's to the right. Palinka has this weird smirk that I just want to smack the fuck out of his face. I don't know what it is. He bizarrely looks a little bit like Rob Lowe. Oh, he looks 100% like Rob yeah, Lowe's like, twin like brother. The strange uh, duo. You think they've ever been in the same room together? Oh, 100%. The, yeah, the he Robs? Goes to a lot of Lakers. Rob Lowe goes to a lot of Lakers games. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever, ever seen them in the room together, though? Same person. The, what's the club <laughs> the United Club? They're probably in the United Club together. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> the fellas, the Robs. All right, let's move on to meme stuff. We're gonna finish this out. Connor, you got the uh, first one here. Yeah, so this one was floating around the last couple of days. Um, so you have a. Uh, I'm actually not sure which Dodger it was, but you have a Dodger being interviewed by a. Uh, what baseline by a reporter? reporter? What are they? They're not it's sideline it's reporters. Baseline reporters, I suppose. Sure. Base dugout <laughs> reporter. I don't know. That's pretty good. We'll, we'll copyright that. If it's not a uh, term, but uh, being interviewed by a rather a rather tall female baseline reporter, and uh, said Dodgers player is standing on a uh, on a bucket of some sort. A, I'm not a bucket of big league chew or some or sun, sunflower seeds. So he, he is uh, about an inch or two taller than the, the female. So the, the the line going around Twitter was Siri, show me fragile masculinity. <laughs> kind, of a, kind of a funny line. So many people were triggered about this. 
wait, triggered because he's standing on the bucket? Yeah. Yeah. I, it's like, I oh, mean, what like, kind? Like, it was definitely the production team who had him do it. I would have said no, I feel like, if I was. <laughs> you got to I mean, if that you're the guy, you got to know that's, that's a, yeah. You got to know it's going to get out. Bad look, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, 100%. I feel like you're better off just accepting that, I mean, the, the broad is wearing six foot, six inch heels, and you just accept that you're a. Uh, Connor, what'd you call her? She can wear heels, but broad. Stand on a bucket. You You called her a broad. You've never heard that. That's what I said. No, I've I've heard it. Weird term. Not really. Skirt. You prefer skirt? What? Would you prefer skirt? Skirt. Oh, skirt. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought you were saying like skirt. Skirt, skirt. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. No, so uh, I think it's better than skirt. Yeah, fair enough. So yeah, the the broads wearing six inch heels, and the I guess the production team had him stand in this bucket, but uh, now he, now he's memed. I feel like you're better off just being a little shorter than the the female interviewer than being a meme, no? Oh, hundred yeah. percent. Oh, yeah. I would have. Cause he's just getting hit by both sides. Like it's embarrassing for him on like a guy side, and then women. And, uh, like, social justice warriors are going to be pissed at him. Social justice warriors, baby. <laughs> I don't wonder, what are they pissed about? Liberal tears. <laughs> what, they like, that, that man is so embarrassed about being, sh- that being like, shorter being than a female? Yeah, it's, like, it's demeaning to the female. What? The social justice warriors shouldn't be fucking fighting that war, though. But they do. They were triggered for sure. I'm telling you, people were triggered on both sides. Were you triggered, Connor? I mean, as as a five nine male, I feel like (laughs) represent. I feel like maybe we won't be so triggered if uh, if you don't have all if you don't have all these skirts saying uh, like six foot men and below need not apply. You know, Connor, you should just start wearing heels. Nice guy, Connor. I would, I would not, I've not really been called a nice guy historically, but uh, I'm just saying, if we're, if we're fighting wars on all fronts, <laughs> there's there's some nice shorter girls out there for you, Connor. Don't hey, worry. know that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, let's just go to Jay Z on the jet ski here. This is a. This it's is also a not just super funny picture. There's also it's a it's like a string of pictures. This is the best one. <laughs> Jay Z like, just looks funny like, doing anything. Yeah, it's like him throwing a football, and he's like the most <laughs> unathletic looking. He's like clenching his mouth and like throwing its sidearm. What's and the then other him one? Jumping into the pool. It's him jumping into the pool, and he looks like he's just <laughs> yeah. like a a board. <laughs> just Jay Z like. Oh, Jay-Z, like to wear a helmet on a jet ski, like that's just. I think he's wearing a t-shirt too. He's wearing a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. He's got like his like shoulders like scrunched up. <laughs> I saw there. He's was, definitely like, going like 15 miles an hour too. <laughs> did you did you see the picture of Beyonce on a jet ski? Also, I don't know if it was the same time or not. No, was, I haven't like, seen that. She's like standing on the jet ski and wearing no helmet and just like having a really good time. Just <laughs> just kind of a cock move for. <laughs> Your wife to look way cooler on a jet ski. <laughs> I mean, what a cuck. By and large, Beyonce's probably like has more eh. way more popular than Jay Z. More popular, yeah, currently, but like does she have more swag? Uh, we agreed last oh, week she probably sure. more she probably has more big dick energy. 
Yeah. I feel like Jay Z has like a like for like the older rap crew, like he has serious swag, but nowadays it's more like Beyonce has way more swag. The Bay yeah. Hive. I think Jay Z's regard is generally rather washed right now, among our generation at least. Whereas the old the old heads definitely still respect the hell out of him. Yeah, I mean, old Jay Z was pretty great. I mean, I've never got into it personally, but that's the just best me. meme I saw of this. Did you guys see this? Uh, uh, the twenty four, you know, the twenty one Savage looking evil picture. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. where, where he's, on, uh, he's on a he's on the Lebertard show, right? Yeah, and it's like if you don't give the caption is like if you don't give me a million dollars, I'm gonna blow up the city. And then the next one is the uh, young thug uh, looking over the computer, and he's like, Jay Z, are Are you you seeing this? this? Jay Z is looking lame as hell on the jet ski. He's like, I'm on it. That was really good. That was really good. It's like a triple rap crossover meme. Yeah, like the three biggest rap crossover memes right, or three biggest rap memes all coming together right now. No, that was that was very solid honestly the execution of that oh, was a one i kind of like jay-z more after this whole meme thing <laughs> <laughs> I don't he's endearing himself to the young you just feels like you're you're a kindred spirit to another lame person <laughs> wow wow how can you look at that picture and think Endure- i didn't think he's cool no i he's endearing himself to the youth to the he youth. didn't mean to take that picture. <laughs> I don't think the but youth. He's a, I don't think the youth appreciate. Like they think it's funny. They're mocking him, but they don't <laughs> like Jay Z more because I don't of this. Jay Z wants to be. A, oh, it's a it's a laughing at you, not with you type of thing. Exactly. All right, fair enough. I think it's funny as hell. I love it. All right, I think uh, that about sums it up. No cuck of the week this week. Uh, We're we sparing we them. Yeah, we couldn't find. Enough quality candidates to be the Alex Wakeman Memorial Cuck of the Week. So <laughs> we're giving we'll the Cuck that. community a nice break. Yeah, we'll save save that. Take a week off and bring some some heavy hitters coming at you next week. Love it. All right. All right. With that um, said, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. We'll look to be back on our normal uh, Sunday slate next week. We know we've been dropping these uh, these little Monday night episodes, but. Uh, Get back in that normal, uh, regular scheduled programming. All right. All right. Have a Sounds great good. Week. God bless. Thank you. <laughs>